I want to make something very clear. When I say everything changes except people, I'm talking about people, plural. Not in a sense of communities or generations or nations. All of us. What we want and what we are on a fundamental level. The things we feel and the things we crave. A person changes all the time. None of us are the same as we were a year ago. Some of us aren't the same as we were last week. I gave the Jim Falk tape to Wendy Laramie because I'm not inclined to judge a woman in her 70s based on her actions in her 20s or 30s. People, in the singular sense, can and do change. Some people never do, but they can. And it's not my place to decide if someone did. Did I give the Jim Falk tape to Miss Laramie knowing she'd turn around and try and build a conspiracy off it? No. But I did give it to her knowing that I had no way of knowing what she was going to do with it. So, you could say I gave it to her knowing that was always a possibility. That's the case every time with every tape. I have no way of knowing what someone will do with what I give them. That's true of everyone. And yes, the Jim Falk tape is the single longest unbroken bit of data I've pulled from a single tape yet. It's very exciting. It's a scientific marvel. The folks at Paradigm were very excited. But Wendy Laramie is on that tape. She's in that video. She had, and has, a right to it. And I suppose if she wants to try and con people with it, that's her prerogative. Just like it's mine to shut her down. This was not something I planned. I'm not that smart. (laughs) This didn't happen because I wanted to teach you all a lesson. It happened because people are just like that sometimes. I talk about this stuff because people do things like this, not the other way around. Some people just can't seem to shake the grift. It's got roots in their bones, I guess. And I'm also not some shining bastion of truth and justice for releasing the original tape. I had a responsibility to do that. Honestly, I put it off longer than I should have because I didn't want to deal with it. Which is real cool and noble of me. I think it's tempting for a person to believe they possess some special insight their peers do not. That they at least, would spot the grifter. You wouldn't. 
you won't. They're good at what they do. That's why they get away with it. I know I haven't been talking about or releasing much of the tape data I've been going through lately, and this is part of why. Other than that, some of it's really personal, or hard to understand, or garbled. Uh, Some of it's uh, very intimate in a way I don't think was intended to ever be shared with anyone but the person or persons involved, if you get my drift. I genuinely do not fucking know what to do with those. I just have like a little stack of them in the corner. (laughs) Like, what do you do? For me to reach out to those people would require me to first watch or listen to their tape closely enough to, um, to figure out who was involved, and then track one of those people down and go, Hey, so, something like 40 years ago, you made a little video or maybe recorded yourself in a nice call with your partner, and, um, Well, me talking to you does mean that I have been made a party to that moment of intimacy without your consent. But do you want it? The tape? I mean, you get my fucking struggle, right? There's also the question of what sort of relationships these people have with each other after 40-something years, and the ethics of that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Some of you brought this up. And I hadn't really registered it before, but you're right. The house in the Jim Falk tape is... I don't know where that is. I'm sure someone will figure it out sooner or later, but I don't recognize it. Which would mean that it wasn't in the Heights. Which would make this the only recording I've come across that was definitively recorded somewhere else, which is... I think I'm wrong. Sorry, I just had to go check something and I didn't want to just leave the recording going. So if there was a really gross sound jump, that's why. Um. I think I actually do know where the Jim Falk tape was filmed. Because of the birds and the trees and how spaced out and overgrown everything is, I just sort of assumed it was somewhere more rural. But then I realized you can hear cars in the background. I remember noticing that when I was cutting the clip into my last audio post, but not really thinking about it. It did strike me as a little funny that they never named the house, because my experience has been that urban explorer types usually can't wait to tell you all about a place's sordid history. But if I'm right, I know why they wouldn't have. And the answer to that is, um that they were trespassing somewhere just truly so illegal. Like, illegal to a point where I think Wendy Laramie might still be at risk for legal reprisal. 
I'm not sure. No, I, I don't know. This is purely conjecture, okay? There is only one place in the area affected by the sinkhole that I can think of where this could have been filmed. And that's the old Carpenter Embassy. Some of you might remember the, uh... the lost and found box. I I think I brought it up recently. Sort of recently. The the phones, the ones from the, uh, from the Carpenter camp. I guess there's not really any point in keeping the name of it to myself anymore if I'm gonna talk about this. So, uh, it was this group, the, uh, Children United Under Our Lord, He Who Is the Carpenter of Creation, or, um, Children of the Carpenter United Are We Under Our Lord of Creation, or something like that. I I truly do not fucking know. The name was incredibly long. All I remember is that the words Carpenter, Children, Creation, United, and Our Lord were definitely in there. And absolutely fucking everyone just called them the Carpenters. Uh, I'm not super sure on my timeline, but I think by the time people would have started having cell phones and bringing them to the camp, the Carpenter Embassy thing would have mostly been done and over with. But I'm not completely sure. I know it went on for way longer than I always want to assume it did. What I can say is that it was definitely done by the time Rosa was at the Carpenter camp, uh, because I think she actually references it in her messages to Melina. If you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, pause this, go take a few minutes to read through the Rosa logs. Uh, You don't have to, but they might give you some context. Also, in case it wasn't obvious, the names I'm using are the placeholders I put in the original transcripts, because, yeah, I'm not going to go through and scrub the data, because that defeats the purpose of restoring it, but... I also still feel weird about giving away information that could potentially identify people who might not want to be associated with the camp. Please just be respectful, okay? I'm going to assume you've gone ahead and read the Rosa Logs by now, so... The whole situation with the Carpenter Embassy is one of those things you can't even... You can't even really look up. It's exactly the sort of thing you would assume would be on a wiki somewhere, but it's... It's just not best you can really do is find old posts about it, and a lot of those might be people making shit up. So, bear with me. Because what I'm about to tell you is 100% from memory and really difficult to verify, so I might get some things wrong. The Carpenter Embassy... Okay, first I should clarify. I know I keep calling it an embassy. It wasn't actually an embassy. That's just what everybody called it. It was actually the, um... Whatever big long name they had, and then, uh, Spiritual Reformation School, I think? Everybody called it the Carpenter Embassy because literally everyone who lived and worked there behaved as though they were the ambassador of an alien society. Or at least that was what I was told. It might have still been going when I first moved to the city. I don't know. All I know is that it was done by the time I moved to the Heights. So... This is all secondhand. I'm just telling you what I heard. 
So something important to realize is that the overlap of the Carpenter Embassy and the Carpenter Camp is a lot smaller than you might assume. If I remember correctly, they started as the same thing and then splintered into two different but related groups. That might be why I can't get the name straight. One of them might have reordered theirs to distinguish themselves from the other or something. Anyway, the Carpenters were founded by... I forget if they were siblings or in-laws, but I guess it doesn't really matter. These two women, they founded this group, the Carpenters, together, and then something like four or five years in, there was a falling out, and they split into two groups, and one of those groups turned into the camp, which was more of like a, I guess like a seasonal spiritual education thing on the fringe of the local Christian population, and the other turned into the embassy, which was permanent. It was a live-in educational facility type of thing. Like a boarding school, but not just for kids. I truly cannot speak to what the fuck happened inside of the Carpenter Embassy, and I'm not going to repeat the rumors and guesses I heard, because I don't know if they're true. If the sink had had a hole before there was a hole, I think it was probably the Carpenter Embassy. Like, with Calliope, everyone made fun of it and liked to joke about what the hell they were doing in there, but it was like, okay, pharmaceutical research, we know that much. The thing with the embassy was you had no way of knowing if what had happened was that it had gone bad, and if it had gone bad, how bad it had gone. So you didn't really even want to joke about it, just in case. We all just kind of pretended the Carpenter Embassy wasn't there. Which, now that I'm saying it, sounds insane. But you gotta understand. What were we supposed to do? Just point at it every time we walked by? I think I'm kind of burying the lead here, sorry. Let me start from the beginning. I don't know what the Carpenter Embassy building looked like, because I never lived higher than the third floor of my apartment building, and it was a walled compound. I know how that sounds. Look, you can get used to anything. Now, the walls... There were these sort of curved, crisscrossing metal things installed into them at the top. I think it was supposed to stop birds from roosting, but I also kind of think it was supposed to discourage people from trying to climb over. The only thing you could actually see from street level was the trees. People from the city would show up and trim them back when they started hanging over the walls. And looking back, I think that also might have been to discourage people from trying to get inside. About the embassy itself, what I know is this. People lived there. And then people didn't. And something about the situation made somebody somewhere decide the correct thing to do was to plaster the walls of the compound with very large and aggressive signs about the financial and legal ramifications of being caught trespassing. It never really seemed like they were doing anything with it. They just sort of closed it off and called it a day. And it was a lot of real estate to just... You know, leave untouched in the middle of a pretty densely developed part of the city. 
Now, Rosa, I, I think Rosa must have come from the embassy. Because when she talks about leaving the castle of Edentide, I'm not sure what else that could mean. And Molina calls her a child of forlorn creation at one point, which, first off, kind of rules. <laughs> but also, it sounds like it might be a reference to the fact that the other sect of the Carpenters had vanished. It's incredibly fucking weird, I'm realizing. But yeah, that's the Carpenter Embassy. And I really do think that's the building in the Jim Polk tape. There are a bunch of things that suddenly make a lot more sense if that's the case. The first is, obviously, that you can hear consistent traffic despite how dense and overgrown everything in the video is. The second is the thing with the floodlights. Originally, I just assumed there wouldn't be any ambient light from the neighboring buildings because it was rural. But then when I thought about it, I realized that'd make them introducing that sort of light into the nighttime shots kind of weird. It'd be something you'd notice as out of place. If it's the embassy, the lack of ambient light would have to do with the combination of the walls and trees. But artificially introducing ambient light wouldn't necessarily raise any flags because it's still in the middle of a city. The third is the way she avoids having him film the facade of the building, not wanting him to shoot from the road leading up to the door. I think that's more than just the lighting. If she was planning to release the footage publicly, having the building be immediately and unmistakably identifiable could be a problem. A legal problem. And Jim not understanding that makes sense, because it seems like he spent most of their jaunt through the grounds under the impression they were just going to share the footage with their friends. Presumably none of whom were cops. The fourth is the way... And this is weird, but bear with me. The fourth is the way things are missing from the rooms during their walkthrough. It was something I'd noticed, but couldn't really figure out why. The decor is very intentional, and there are gaps where it feels like things are supposed to be, but nothing's there. I think those are supposed to be occupied by religious paraphernalia. Which is honestly incredibly fucking weird. Because it would imply that someone took the time to go through removing religious objects, but left everything else where it was. It's obvious people have broken in before. You can see evidence of theft and graffiti and stuff. But once they get further in and up to the second floor, you don't see that as much. And the gaps are more obvious breaks in the pattern. I don't really have an explanation for it. It's something I noticed. If I'm right, she might legitimately be in a lot of fucking trouble. Wait. Am I going to get in trouble for distributing the footage? I guess it's too late now. Anyway, that's it. That's all I wanted to say. Stay safe, and try not to fall into any holes.